once you have one that started and is running, you're going to feel so amazing. You're going to feel like you've taken charge in your systems, you've taken charge in your business, and that you now have one less task off of your plate. Welcome to the She Can Systemize podcast, where we are helping business owners like you learn to love and implement systems in their business. From conversations about CRM tools like Dubsado or automating the ish out of your business to helping your system match the level of detail your business does. My name is Taryn Rochelle, your girlfriend with a plan, CEO and founder of The Social Lifestyle Co. and someone who's just a little systems obsessed. I'm about to help make your life and business way more systemized so you can live a social lifestyle you love. Welcome to She Can Systemize. Hey guys, welcome back to She Can Systemize. I am your host, Taryn Rochelle, and this is a solo episode with just me talking to you guys about automations. I put a poll on my Instagram story, and this was by far the most requested episode of the podcast is talking about our signature method for getting started with automations. Automations are something that you can implement in your business that are really going to be a game changer for the way that you can show up in your business and also in your personal life. If you're new to me or new to our space, we're all about building your business around your life and not the other way around. And automations and utilizing systems are things that are really going to allow you to be able to do just that. I am able to spend so much intentional time with my family, so much intentional time in my business because of automations and because of systems. And that is what this podcast, She Can Systemize, is here for you for. So let's just dive right in and talk about what you guys have all been wanting, automations. So the first thing that I want to get you guys ready for is your mindset when it comes to automations. If you don't have a good mindset on automations or implementing them into your business, you aren't going to be successful with them and they aren't going to be set up the right way in your business for you to see that return on investment of your time of getting these automations set up or investing your time in hiring someone like us to set them up for you. So when it comes to automations, the biggest myth or misconception or mindset shift that I need you guys to make today is the thought that automations mean that you lose personality in your business. Automations are not meant to take the personality or your brand voice out of your business. There are so many fun ways to infuse your brand voice throughout everything that happens in your business as you should, especially with automations. So let's take the example of an inquiry email. If someone inquires with you for your services, 
they should get an automatic email right away after they inquire. The first reason why this is very important is because if someone inquires and they don't get an email or a confirmation, they may second guess themselves if they actually inquired. Um, They also may second guess themselves if this service is right for them because they don't have that automatic email that's maybe giving them more information on the service or showing your excitement about their inquiry. And then they go down the rabbit hole of looking for someone else to help them with this specific task or project that they are looking for you to help them with. So you really want to get those emails automated. So if someone's inquiring with you at two in the morning, you don't have to be there waiting and seeing that email come through saying, oh, you have a new lead sitting in Dubs Auto and then feeling like you need to go in and then send them an email right away. Let your automations, your workflows do that for you. But again, this is where people have the misconception or the feeling that, oh, it's just going to sound automated. It's going to sound like a robot. Let's be real here. Many of us, if not all of us, have received an automatic email at some point. And when you got that automatic email, were you like, oh, this is not from the person and I'm not going to work with them because they're not sitting there at two in the morning writing me this email back? No, I am actually thankful that I'm receiving this email because mom bringing over here, I'm thinking, okay, did I actually inquire for this copywriter or did I think I did and then got sidetracked with my son asking for fruit snacks and then I never actually submitted that inquiry and I don't know if I actually did and then I go and try and fill it out again or go find someone else because another copywriter came through my Instagram feed. So you need to have these automatic emails set up and there are ways to infuse your personality throughout them. So in a tool like Dubsado, when it comes to automatic inquiry responses is there are smart fields. There are ways to capture information in an inquiry lead form that is going to then be inputted if set up correctly in your inquiry response email. So for example, if you inquire with us and you tell us your industry, our emails are set up to then put your industry in the email. So it's going to say something like, we see you are a brand photographer. You know, we love working with brand photographers here, blah, blah, blah. Here's more about our Dubsado experience service. So it shows them one, hey, we see that you're in this industry. We work with people in your industry. And then we're giving them more information about the service that they are inquiring about. So that is an example there of how automations do not have to lose your personality. We love gifts around here. We throw gifts in all of our emails, in messages, in our Slack channels. We love them so much. If you send me a DM on Instagram at some point, I'm sure I will send one to you. Um, And that is one way that we infuse our brand voice. Just because it is automated doesn't mean it has to lose your personality. So the beginning of this process is your mindset. You have to have the right mindset about automations for you to even feel like they are needed, necessary, and that you want to get your systems hands sturdy when it comes to automations. So now that our mindset is right, let's dive into the actual signature four-step process 
of getting started with automations. So the first thing I want to say is that automations and the process for automations can be a visual thing um, when you're trying to learn them. And I know this is an audio podcast. So if you're needing an example of how this works, um, feel free to grab the link in our bio. Um, We are coming out with a training for you guys on automations and getting started, especially with Zapier. Um, So feel free to uh, grab that link below, jump on the wait list. Um, That way, when we have that training for you guys, you guys will be first to know um, and you will have a video recording of exactly how this works exactly how to get started with Zapier and also some Zapier templates of some of our favorite zaps that we love to use here at the Socialize Cell Co. So now let's get started on this method. So the very first step in getting started with your automations, now that we have our mindset right, is to create an outline. So an outline is going to be a breakdown of all of the tasks that you do in your business. So I'm talking about day-to-day tasks, I'm talking week-to-week tasks, I'm talking month-to-month tasks, and if you do quarterly tasks as well. So we're going to create these categories or buckets for our tasks to go into. So I want you to take some pen and paper and do this. I always say to do pen and paper first when we try and start digitally and try and put these things into ClickUp or even like Google Docs, sometimes just like staring at a blank screen just doesn't get our wheels turning. So I always say when it comes to automations or a brain dumping exercise to start with pen and paper first. So uh, this will also make sense because of the next step in the process. So what you're going to do is you're going to make those categories. So again, day-to-day tasks, week-to-week tasks, month-to-month tasks, and if you do quarterly tasks as well. Now what you're going to do is brain dump all of the tasks that would fall into those categories. You may not remember or think of every single task right away, but the ones that come to mind right away are probably the ones that you do the most often, um, are the most tedious, are the ones that you know maybe drive you nuts and you want to automate, um, which is the point of this process. So write those out. So start with your day-to-day tasks. You know, if you come in to your home office or if you go to an office or if you walk into a coffee shop to work for the day. What are those tasks that you're doing every day? Same with the week, the month, the quarter. So go through each of those categories and brain dump. Once you have a good amount of tasks in each one, um, you don't need a million. I'd be happy if you put you know five to 10 in each category just to start out. Um, and then we're going to go into the next step of the process. So once you have all of those, and feel free to pause this podcast episode do that, and then press play for the next step that we're going through right now. So now that we have all of those tasks in the different categories, it's time to highlight. So I need you to grab three colored highlighters and make sure they are distinguishedly different. So like a pink, a yellow, a blue, something where you're not going to get confused on the different colors. We're going to have one color. That means that they are tasks that you personally are the one that has to do it to get it completed. Um, So for me, 
recording a podcast, I have to be the one to record it. Even if I have a guest, I need to be there for that podcast episode. So that would be a task that I have to be there for. So that one, say that's the color I chose to be pink. Um, So any tasks that need you to do them need to be highlighted in one color. The next color is going to be tasks that can be delegated. Whether you have a team or not, I want you to use this color because we are always future forecasting or should always be future forecasting for our business. So you may not have a team member that can do this task right now, but you know, by figuring this out and outlining this and highlighting it, it's helping you future forecast and helping you see the amount of tasks that may be on your plate now, but don't always have to be on your plate. And just wait and see the feeling of like the mental capacity, like getting bigger and feeling like you have more space in your brain because you know in the future or at some point, um, whether it's through automations, through having a team member or both, um, you will have more time in your day and your life to work on other areas of your business or parts of your personal life that you have been neglecting or wanting to spend more time in. So that is going to be the second highlighter color is tasks that can or should be delegated. The next color highlighter is going to be tasks that you want to or can be automated. So you may not know if it can be automated yet, um, but it's something that you would like to have done for you um, and is something that you maybe have seen someone do automated before. You just aren't sure how to set it up. Um, If you are questioning if a task can be automated, I'm going to tell you right now, my favorite secret weapon out there that no one has heard of is Google. I'm just kidding. Obviously, we've all heard of Google. But I'm saying this because a lot of people say, well, I don't know if this task can be automated. If you literally go into Google and say, can I automate creating Google Drive folders? Zapier is going to come up first, (laughs) let me tell you. And it's going to show the automation of creating Google Drive folders automatically with Zapier. So if you're wondering if a tool can be automated or a task in your business can be automated, literally pop it into Google and it will probably tell you. Um, And so it's really important to do this because this is going to help you again see, wow, I have 20 to 30 tasks on my day-to-day task list, and this is why I'm so overwhelmed. But then you're going to see, okay, only three of these tasks are things that I actually need to do. The other things are things that I can or should delegate or can and should automate. And that's going to, again, free up that mental capacity of you feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. I have so many things to do. No, there are only actually a couple things that maybe you have to be the one doing. Before we go any further in this week's episode, I want to see if you've ever had this thought. I need to show my team how to do this task, but it'll take me longer to explain it than to just do it myself. Well, I want to officially invite you to remove that limiting belief from your headspace, especially because our friends at Tango make creating and sharing SOPs as easy as clicking one button. Use Tango to capture your process and share with your team and clients, especially for all those frequently asked questions we get as service providers. And because we love you guys, you can use code systems 20 for a free month of their pro version. 
see Tango in action on our Instagram and look in the show notes for a link to try out Tango for yourself. Now let's get back to this week's episode. So now that we have created our outline, we have our day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, quarterly tasks, we have highlighted, now we need to make a process for these tasks. So we are going to do one together so that you guys can see an example of something or hear an example of a process for a task. So let's talk about an Instagram post because majority of us listening are probably creating posts on Instagram. So the process that we need to create in this outline is going to be what is the very beginning step of that process and the end result, okay? So the very beginning of that step is going to be the idea of that Instagram post, okay? And then the very ending of that Instagram post is going to be posting it on Instagram. Okay. So the beginning will be your idea. The end will be posting. Now we need to put all of the steps in between that make that end point happen. So when an Instagram post has an idea to all the way to when it is posted on Instagram, What are all of those steps in between that you need to do for that to be posted on your feed? So it is going to be to create your graphic. If it is a graphic post, if it is a reel, it's going to be recording that reel. You're going to have to do some editing of the reel if it's a reel, or you're going to have to add your copy into the graphic. Um, You're going to have to add in your caption. You're going to need to tag anyone if needed. Um, Is it a collaboration post? You know, all of those little steps, like the next time you post on Instagram where you go from the idea of an Instagram post to then posting it on Instagram, document all of those steps in that process. And then what you're going to see again is like how many steps it takes, even for the small task of just posting on Instagram could have 20 to 30 subtasks that fall underneath that. Don't get overwhelmed by that and think, oh my gosh, I didn't think about like how many, you know, steps it takes to make this completed. What this is going to do is you're going to see, okay, where in this process is there something again that I can delegate, something again that I can automate to make this easier for myself? So if there are, you know, ideas that you can do um, or an idea bank somewhere that you can house all of these ideas, that is a great way to start an automation process. So for us, we use a submission form on our website um, called Ask Taryn. Um, if you fill this out, it goes into ClickUp for us and it turns into a social media content idea or a podcast idea, something for our email list. We have an automation set up in ClickUp that creates a checklist of us to review the idea, decide what it's what we're going to do with it, if we're going to do anything with it. Um, but we use that. We also have different automations of sending over ideas of sending reels. So like if I see a reel on Instagram that I love and I'm gaining inspo, I'm not just going to like save it and never do anything with it. I'm going to send that reel from Instagram over into ClickUp, which did you know you could do that? Yes, you can. I'm going to send that over to ClickUp and put it in my content idea bank 
So then I have the real save there and I have my idea written out and I'm saying like, love this real idea, take this real and turn it into my industry by doing X, Y, and Z, just very quick writing it out and sending it over there. So different ways that you can automate that kind of process when it comes to ideas. Um, But then everything else in that step process is figuring out different ways that you can automate that or delegate it. So we're going to look at all of these tasks that you have in day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, quarterly. And now we are going to create the process. These are also your standard operating procedures. So standard operating procedures or SOPs, I think, are something that a lot of people put off in their business or don't realize they have or don't realize they need. All of these things that I'm telling you to do is also a process of creating an SOP. So this is really helping you outline what it takes to make a task completed from the very beginning to the very end. But we're also taking this process and finding ways to then automate a lot of these tasks to take things off of our plate. So now that we have gone through and figured out the start point, the end point, and every step in between, now it's time to automate, okay? So when you're looking at a task, let's see where or how this can be automated. So what tools do you use to create your Instagram posts? What tools do you use to create your Instagram post ideas? Where do you edit things? Where do you house your content calendar? Where are all of these living? And then look up if there are automations inside of those tools to make this process more streamlined and efficient. So again, if you use a tool like ClickUp for your content creation process, are you automating that process? Are you utilizing automations inside of ClickUp. So when you add an idea into there, it automatically adds a checklist of everything you need to do to turn that idea into a post on Instagram. Then you can look at different ways of adding in other different automations inside of that process. If there's something else that you do in that process, that if you look up on Google, it can be automated into Zapier. Use Zapier as your friend and not your enemy to really have this process that goes from a million tasks that you have to do by yourself to tasks that you can now future forecast for future team members. You can delegate to current team members or you can automate and have this more efficient and have a return on investment of your team's time by not giving them tasks that a tool like Zapier or tools you're already using like ClickUp can do for you. So you're going to go through your outline that you highlighted anything that you wanted automated or anything that you wanted to be delegated. And you're going to go through and see what can be automated. Go into Google and type in if these tools are compatible with Zapier. Go into the tools themselves and go into their automation section and see what can be automated in the process. If you have a podcast and you have guest submissions and you're trying to figure out how to make this more streamlined, see if the platforms that you use for your guest scheduling 
if there are automations that can happen. So for us, when you submit a guest submission for us, it goes into our ClickUp. We use ClickUp forms for our guest submissions. It then sends our guests an email, um, letting them know that we received that we received their submission. So that again, they know that they actually applied to be on the podcast. They get that email and then we get notified that someone applied and then we can go through the process of vetting them to see if they're right for the podcast. If they're right for the podcast, they go into Dubsado. Once we've moved them into Dubsado, I would say 90% of that process is automated through workflows. The rest of it is just us creating the episode in Zencaster, which is the platform we use for our podcasting and going from there. So again, we figured out what could be automated, what could be delegated, the tasks that I have to do myself, which again, recording the episode is one of them. And then everything else we have automated, we have delegated, but we wouldn't know that if we didn't create these outlines, we didn't create this process of what the steps are to see the, the task getting started to when it's completed, and then figuring out by doing this highlighting process of what could be delegated or what could be automated. But then we still had to get our systems hands dirty. So we need to do these things and actually put in the work to be able to see results. So when you go through this, I want you to, so you don't get overwhelmed because Automations can be overwhelming if you're just getting started with them. But I want you to take a task that you have from your outline of all of your brain dump tasks. I want you to take one that has like one to three steps in it. Don't take your, if you're just getting started with automations, don't take a task that has like 20 steps in it and then have that be your first one that you try to automate because you will get overwhelmed and then you won't move forward with automations. And that's the opposite of what we want to happen. So I want you to take a task as like one to three steps. So say you create Google Drive folders for clients when they book with you in Dubsado. Okay. That could just be a two-step process. Um, our zap for that has like 20 steps, but when we first started, it only had two steps, which is when the client books in Dubsado and signs a contract, it creates a Google Drive folder with their name with it. That's as far as that automation went when I first started. I was just excited that I now don't have to do that. Um, it's just uh, one less thing off of my plate, off my team's plate. But then from that, we then built upon it and now it creates subfolders, it adds documents to their folders, it changes the permission settings, it sends us links to everything, all automated through Zapier. But we started with a very simple Zap first, and then we built upon it from there. So take one of your tasks that has like one to three steps that can be automated through a tool like Zapier or through a system tool that you're already using and create that automation. Once you have one that started and is running, you're going to feel so amazing. You're going to feel like you've taken charge in your systems, you've taken charge in your business, and that you now have one less task off of your plate. So this process is something that you can continue to do and should continue to do throughout your business. This isn't something that it's like you do one time and then you never have to do it again. We should always be adding to our automations. Like I said, at the beginning, we started with very simple zaps. 
I started on the free plan of Zapier and now I'm on almost like the second large, I'm on the second largest plan, I think of Zapier now. Um, I have the unlimited zaps and stuff like that um, because we had way too many zaps. We went from less than five to I was hitting that 20 mark and I wanted more than that. Um, and so now we are on the largest plan, but we didn't start there. We started at the beginning. We started on the free plan. I started with a simple zap of just creating those Google Drive folders. I started with a simple process of creating an Instagram post and then figured out ways through the signature method of figuring out who I could delegate or what I could delegate and where I could automate and how I could automate and expanded from there. So to get started with automations, you just have to get started. We can't be sitting there and just, you know, willing and wishing that things would get automated and never doing anything about it. Whether it's you doing it or whether it's you booking or zapping your hotline and having us do it for you, you have to just get started. The very beginning step is to just try them and not be scared of them or feel like using automations take away personality. Again, infuse your personality throughout your automations and then you won't feel like it's losing your personality because you're still writing these canned emails that are going out at 2 a.m. when someone's inquiring on your services. You're still, you know, setting up this automation to, uh, you know, take your Instagram posts and post them on Pinterest. You're still writing that caption on Instagram that's then going over to Pinterest. Like that is still your brand voice. It is just using automations to help you and take these tasks off of your plate. Take these tasks off of your team members' plates so then you can see a return on investment of your time, of their time, and your current team, your future team is going to be doing things that are way more intentional for you and your business than tasks that should be automated, especially within a system tool that you're already paying for. If you're already paying for Dubsado and you're not using Dubsado workflows, then you're not seeing the return on investment of paying for that system tool. If you're using ClickUp and you're not using ClickUp automations, you're not seeing the return on investment of using that system tool. So these automations and these things are here to help you in your business. You just have to want to let them help you and have to get your systems hands dirty. So again, if you guys need a visual on this, um, like I said, definitely click the link below in the show notes um, to get on our wait list. So you're first to know when that training is live for you guys, you'll get first access of it. We'll just send it over to you in an email. Um, so you guys can grab that video training walking you through this visually um, and also giving you some of our favorite Zapier templates that you can just plug into your Zapier account and connect to your own tools and you'll be good to go. So um, we hope this was helpful for you guys. If you have any future questions um, on automations or anything like that, feel free to message us. Um, we'll definitely make sure that our Ask Taryn link is below as we would like to answer all of your questions. Sometimes we can't get to all of them, but that is where Ask Taryn comes into play. Um, we love to take your questions that you guys submit and turn them into podcast episodes, blog posts, um, email newsletters, content on our Instagram. Um, we love that you guys submit things and we love to turn them into content for you guys. So um, hope this was helpful. 
and I will see you guys on the next episode of She Can Systemize.